Hello, my tribe. Um, I am posting this podcast about body image dysmorphia, also known as body dysmorphic disorder. Um, I just posted the conversation with Stacy and I where we sort of, um, or certainly I sort of tossed that uh, phrase around, you know, with the assumption that everyone knows what that is. And then realizing like people, not only do people not may not understand what that is, but um, certainly don't may not recognize that they have it. So I thought I'd take a few minutes to just explain that. So the uh, definition of body image dysmorphia is uh, a mental health disorder in which you can't stop thinking about one or more perceived defects or flaws in your appearance. A flaw that appears minor or can't be seen by others, but you may feel so embarrassed, ashamed, and anxious that you may avoid many social situations. When you have body dysmorphic disorder, you intensely focus on your appearance and body image, repeatedly checking the mirror, grooming, or seeking reassurance, sometimes for many hours each day. Your perceived flaw and the repetitive behaviors cause you significant distress and impact your ability to function in your daily life. You may seek out numerous cosmetic procedures to try to fix your perceived flaw. Afterwards, you may feel temporary satisfaction or reduction in your distress, but often the anxiety returns and you may resume searching for other ways to fix your perceived flaw. Okay, so that's the sort of official definition of body image dysmorphia. Here's the sort of my understanding of it and the classic kind of picture that you have is you have a a drawing or a picture of a, you know, normal or not, I don't even want to say healthy, like a woman standing in front of the mirror and the image that she sees in the mirror, she's like 50 pounds heavier. That's a sort of exaggerated idea of body image dysmorphia. So there's a couple of things in order to sort of explain that, that, that worked for me. One is, is that I remember taking in college, taking a psychology class and they talked about this experiment that was done, you know, where there was this beautiful painting um, in a room and at the very bottom of a painting, there was a smudge, like just a black mark smudge, which obviously was not part of the painting. And so what they did was they had people come in and they looked at the beautiful painting and they timed how long it would take that person to notice the smudge. And it was pretty long time, but people would come in and they would just see the painting and how beautiful it was. And then they'd see the smudge and they'd be like, oh, oh, that's a darn, you know, that's a shame. There's a smudge there. Then they would have the same people come back over time to look at the painting and what they noticed was is that almost immediately their eyes would go to the smudge and then what they noticed was is that uh, a certain population that of of these people that they wouldn't be able to stop focusing on the smudge so the second time they came you know to look at the painting they'd see the painting but their eyes would immediately go to the smudge like So they'd see the painting, but then they'd look at the smudge, but then they might look back at the painting. And then there are a group of people where it's like they'd come in, their eyes would immediately go to the smudge and see that first, and then wouldn't really be able to focus on the beauty of the painting because of this smudge. 
So that's a psychological thing. That's actually also part of the body image dysmorphia. Now, one of the best ways that I've had to to explain body image dysmorphia is this optical illusion. It's one of the most famous optical illusions out there. And I've actually posted it to my site and I'll include a link and um, maybe I'll even be able to upload it to this. I don't know. I don't know if I can do that, but I'll definitely include a link. And so when I get to this part, it would be really good if you actually had this image either in your mind, you know what I'm talking about, or you've seen it. And that is the optical illusion of the old hag and the beautiful young woman. And when you're looking at the picture, they both exist. For those, for people who know, you know, optical illusions, as you can see, two things, two things are in the picture. So another famous optical illusion is the two faces, it's either, you know, it's a very simple black and white image where it's a glass of wine or it's two faces looking at each other. So that's the idea. The one that I like to use is the old hag or the young woman. If you're looking at the old hag, the whole picture is her face. It's her big nose. The, da the line at the bottom is her mouth and uh, she's wearing, um, you know, some sort of furry coat. Um, the young woman, the big nose is actually her cheek um, and her chin and neckline. And then the line down at the bottom is like a necklace or something. And, you know, uh, and then she's wearing a hat. They're both wearing hats. But the old woman, um, the what you're looking at with the big nose is her eye. But for the young woman, what you're looking at is her ear. And so that's, you know, that's a, the famous optical illusion. Now, here's a way that I can explain body image dysmorphia to people when I'm doing a retreat is I will actually give this, I'll show people this and I'll say body image dysmorphia is that when you look at this image, all you see are your is the old woman and what that means is is that when you're looking in the mirror and you look at your body in your mind you have some sort of perfected ideal unattainable and when you're looking in the mirror all you see is all the ways that your body does not fit that perfected ideal it's all you can see so you cannot see all of the beautiful things about your body so looking, using the optical illusion as an example, that would be like looking at this optical illusion and no matter how much I show you that there's a young woman there, you just can't see it. So um, the recovery there, and I've experienced this recovery, is learning how to see the beautiful young woman in the image. Now, Here's what I, this is just my experience. I don't, I'm not a professional. I'm not whatever, but I don't stop seeing the old hag, but I, but I can choose to focus on the beautiful woman. And I think that's the recovery piece. It's not that the image of the old hag goes away. It's that it's kind of, it's no longer important. It's like, yeah, you know, but there's also the beautiful woman and I get to choose what I'm focusing on. So it's really, it, it's that, it's not that you swing from only seeing the old hag to only seeing the young woman and no longer seeing the old hag, um, because that would be another sort of delusion. 
you know, where it's like, I have, that's narcissism, where it's like, I have no flaws whatsoever, or I am perfect. It's like, no, every body, every physical body has quote unquote imperfections. Um, you know, even in uh, the fashion industry, you know, I think one of the you know, famous lines from Cindy Crawford is that she wants to look like Cindy Crawford because what ends up being, you know, sent out into world is a picture of her that's had like, you know, three, um, uh, uh, God, I can't believe I'm bringing a Photoshop artist, you know, fixing all of her flaws, (laughs) you know, so Cindy Crawford doesn't look like Cindy Crawford, you know? And so anyway, so Again, the body image dysmorphia is, you know, not being able to see the beautiful young woman in the um, example of the optical illusion. Now, here's something that I had to go through, which was actually very painful um, when I had um, lost the weight and I was, you know, according to a number and a size, I was where I was supposed to be, but I couldn't look, I, this is when I was confronted with it, is that I was like, okay, wow, like, I can't be doing any more than I'm doing. The amount of exercising I was doing, the um, food that I was eating, um, the age that I was at, I was in my early 30s, I was like, I can't be doing any more than this, so this is the body that I have, and I had to realize this was that because of my body image dysmorphia, I was incapable of seeing the beauty of my body. This is like a step one for me, which is that when I looked in the mirror, all I could see was the hag. That's all I could see. And just realizing that I had this body image disorder and that my eyes and my criticism and my shame and perfectionism were like putting on a pair of glasses that I couldn't take off that distorted my self-image so that all I could see what was wrong with it. And what helped me understand that moment was the class that I had taken in college where the fixation on what was wrong with me. And, you know, the great thing is, is that 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 was an important moment. I was actually really upset about that. I remember sharing in a meeting about that and almost crying around like, I will never be able to see my body for what it really is because of the shame and perfectionism. But that's actually not true because now I can. But at that time, I couldn't. But the important moment in that time was just... recognizing that I couldn't and accepting that I couldn't. And so what I had to do was just admit that I was powerless over seeing the beauty of my own body, that I was powerless over being able to see the beautiful young girl in the optical illusion. So then what I did was I had to trust, I had to surrender to people who loved me, who said that I was physically attractive and that I looked good. I was like, okay, I actually had to borrow their eyes, meaning that they weren't wearing the glasses that I had, you know, bolted onto my face. So that prevented me from being able to see that I was beautiful and attractive. So then what I did was, you know, I asked some people, you know, and this was very vulnerable for me, you know, am I attractive? You know, do I have an attractive body? And I was like, I need you to be honest, you know, and they all said yes. 
you know, and just like, no, you do not have a perfect body, nor do I, but yes, your body is very attractive and you are very attractive and you're very pretty. And I was like, okay. And I had to just start to believe them instead of refuting them and saying, no, you know, oh, this is wrong with me. That's wrong with me. I had to be like, shut up to myself. I'd be like, they're, they're not saying there's no hag in the image. They're saying there's a beautiful young woman in the image. And they're reassuring me of that. And that when people look at me, they're seeing the beautiful young woman. I'm the one seeing the hag. You know, and um, and that was really important, and that was sort of the beginning. Now, when I look in the mirror, um, I can see the beautiful young woman. Doesn't mean I don't see my flaws, especially getting older. And Stacy and I are going to finish our conversation about getting older. Um, but you know, again, the healing of the body image dysmorphia is, you know, because I've done the shame work and because I practice the um, cognitive behavioral therapy around redirecting my thoughts, redirecting my focus, I can look in the mirror full body. And I'm actually heavier now than I was. I'm like almost 20 pounds heavier than I was in my early 30s, uh, maybe 15 pounds, 15 pounds heavier than I was in my early 30s. And and I can see, you know, um, the things about my body that are very attractive. Uh, it helps just to be in a woman's body because well, whatever, I don't want to get off on that. But the point being that, you know, I, I don't want to get, that was, we'll save that podcast for a different um, different episode. <laughs> anyway, around sexuality and being in a female body, but whatever. Um, stay tuned. Anyway, so again, I'll, I will uh, either post this image or I will post a link uh, to this uh, famous optical illusion. Also, if you Google famous optical illusion, like pretty much the first one that comes up is the image of the old hag with the young woman. All right. Love you guys. Bye.